Good evening, everyone. Today is March the 12th, 2016. This is the second podcast here presented to you by the fellas here in the man cave. It's your boy here, Just Duval. Here we got to my right the uh, the man of the day, Me. the weakest dude in the building. Me, basically. The Cosby Show, a.k.a. Lil Bill. <laughs> and then... <laughs> We also got in here. Bro, you don't uh, gotta introduce me, bro. I introduce myself. I feel oh, you. whatever it is, it's the boy, Mister Forty Under Forty, Mister uh, Man of the Hour, Mister the Reason Everybody Is Fired Up This Evening. It's your boy Justin in the building. The show has officially been elevated to another level. Mister Jackson State. Yeah, this is uh one of my brothers from another mother, all the way from Jackson State. Yeah, he filling in for Ty. Yeah, he filling in. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Ty, a.k.a. (laughs) Triple Whammy, who uh, was unable to be here for us, be here with us today due to his uh, girl holding him down, you know. I think she's still mad at him from when we got him in trouble in the club a couple weeks ago. You know, he's still in trouble. So, uh, we filled in with Justin here. Appreciate you coming, you know. Appreciate that, man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, but you got to get some audio in here, man. <laughs> got no sound effects. I know, right? No sound effects, man? Nah, we ain't got that. No yeah. man behind the glass? Uh, your girl behind the glass. How about that? <laughs> 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 we got your girl behind the glass. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I appreciate both y'all coming in again, man. You know, this is the second time they haven't uh, canceled us yet, so we back at it again. Just, just trying to make it. Uh, sponsors, man. Yeah, uh, the only sponsor we got right now is Triple Whammy, and clearly he's not reliable because bro, not even here. Right. I heard bevel. the sauce ain't even that good. <laughs> <laughs> you need bevel. <laughs> yeah, I heard he gave a couple people food poisoning, but you know that you hear from me. <laughs> nah, but man, that's <laughs> shout out to Ty, man. He doing his thing with his sauce. He actually need to re up with me because uh, bro, a little, little short over here, man. You know. A little bit of that honey mustard, but uh, but anyway, man, you know how y'all been, man? I've been good, man. You know, just uh, trying to take it one day at a time. You know, trying to get this money, fuck these hoes. You know, take it easy. It should change, man. I just been chilling. <laughs> Brett Gate, that's all it is. Basically, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, but I appreciate you coming in, man. You know. It's always good for you to stop through, man. You always give us some laughs, some jokes. So yeah. just be prepared for a lot of nonsense because his elevator don't go to the top floor, just so y'all know. You know, I'm going to try to keep it clean. So I guess I apologize for that uh, fuck them hoes comment, but y'all know what I'm saying. Try, try to keep it clean. Try to keep it clean. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> today uh, we're going to go a little bit different. You know, the first time uh, we did the podcast, it was just kind of just free for all, kind of just up in the air so today we got a few topics that we're going to discuss um we're going to start you out with a little bit of a rapid fire just kind of just whatever just how we're feeling then we got a couple topics we're going to touch on we're going to touch on a little bit of sports a little bit of women uh, a little bit of just kind of just a little personal thing as well um so we're going to kind of try and hit all 
all aspects. So, um, is there anything you guys, you know, what's been going on with you, you know? Yeah, man, what's going on at uh, Jackson at State? Yeah, well, well, matter of fact, to be honest with you, a um, little bit of backstory on this dude here. Justin, he is living in Mississippi by way of Hawaii. That's right. Um, which we really don't know what he do. Uh, be honest with you, it's it's, it's really a tough uh, it's a tough call. We really don't know if he man. You know what it is, man. You know, he's moving something. I don't want to. I don't want to give away my job title on the air to all the listeners because you know working at a uh, institution is public information. You can easily Google it. But uh, so we just see know, how much uh, you make. Oh yeah, it's okay. okay. I work for the state, bro. They got all the, the salaries on there. But, okay. That's you know, all we need to know. You work for the state. I work for the state, Jackson State University, to be exact. Who? The Jackson. The Jackson State. You know, currently on TV right now. So if you're listening, flip over to uh, ESPNU. Um, but yeah, you know, I was living in Hawaii and uh, originally born and raised in Charlotte. You know, so okay. been around and everything. So it's good to be back for a second on the uh, in the man cave. Yeah, even though I'm the only man in here, but you know, whoa, whoa, thanks it. for coming, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, so and and Cosby kind of touched on what he does, which we really don't know. All he said was he's in management and he does a lot of <laughs> flying places. So he move a lot of stuff. I don't know what moving he do. So move a lot of material. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what we call it now. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Materials. <laughs> Materials. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man, you know so. I think uh, we're all in here pretty much diehard Panther fans. And as you all know, we've all been mourning. Um, and I think we've all came out of the tunnel a little bit. And uh, since the Super Bowl, we're now kind of transitioning yeah, into man. the draft and the combine. And I can say, let me ask y'all this. Uh, are you completely over... The Super Bowl, are you still kind of just uh, up in the air with it? I'm over it. The NFL is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, no, I'm not over it because, uh, you know, I definitely felt like we were the better team and uh, we should have won. True. But, you know, we didn't come to play that day. But uh, no, I'll, I'll never be over it, you know. But I've calmed down a little bit. You know, I've reactivated all my social medias, so. I went dark for a second, but you know I'm. Uh, Did I'm we right. even get off the bus? That's the question. Did <laughs> <laughs> not even get off the bus? <laughs> I mean, they got off the bus. Their game stayed on the bus. Yeah, I guess they, they left the pads. Left it at the hotel. Maybe they left it at Charlotte Douglas. Yeah, right? I don't know. <laughs> but see, I, I think now since I, I've been able to watch the combine, um, watch a little bit of the. Uh, few pro days so now it's kind of that transition into the draft and this is the part where I guess you can kind of get excited because mentally you kind of prepare yourself like okay we need this we got to get this and free agency just opened up even though you do see a lot of teams just spending their whole paychecks on players which don't make no sense because I mean they giving guys ridiculous money to go play and they're not going to even really live out that nah they're making way too much money I'll be honest with you. Like, I mean, I mean that DT just <laughs> so what? I mean, you know, with with the <clears throat> you know the contract situations, you know, the NFL is a what have you done for me lately type of uh, business. So you basically are getting your new contract off of the work that you put in recently. 
True. And a lot of people, you know, maybe like a fly-by-night situation where they have one good season and then they get their money and then they suck. But, you know, for those people, you know, I'm just glad we got somebody like Cam who we gave $100 million to and then, you know, completely elevated his game to a whole nother level. So, it's a lot of bad contracts out there. Um, I don't think the Panthers really have any bad contracts anymore after they restructured Charles Johnson. So, uh, luckily, I can say I think we're in a pretty good situation. Like I said, we don't have any bad contracts, so we should be pretty solid going forward. So, with with that being said, the whole Charles Johnson situation did – how does that make you look at the draft now? Because, to me, we already knew that our biggest need was pass rusher. So, with that being said, with us bringing back Charles Johnson at a really, really reduced rate, I mean, he took a huge pay cut, and he could have got paid somewhere else. So, does that mean that we're going to go corner, or are we still going to go DT, DN, um, and then corner in the first round? At this point, we just need some depth. Yeah. D-line depth. I think we need a, a top corner in the draft. But with that being said, do you think that's worth taking in the first round, or is that going to be a second round type of a deal? You got to take the best player available. We already got a good team. Yeah. At this point, we just drafted the best player. That's true. That's true. <coughs> and I feel like um, free agency yeah, isn't necessarily the way to go. And if you are, I just want y'all to know that uh, Jackson State did just lose the swag to their note. They're not <laughs> going so to sad. the NCAA tournament. So Yeah, you know, uh, we had a pretty good season. And we weren't supposed to be there at all. Uh, I just want to clarify, I did not go to Jackson State. I just worked at Jackson State. But, uh, you know, proud of the way we fought and everything. Yeah, here come the excuses. But, uh, you know, back to what we was talking about uh, with the Panthers and Charles Johnson. You know, I don't think it... Uh, changes anything about our roster i would still like to see us take a pass rusher early on in the draft like if i at the top of my wish list of the pass rusher uh because charles johnson signed a one-year deal which means if he comes in this one year and gets like you know 15 sacks he's going a new contract and it's probably going to want to be you know a high-end contract so since he's on a one-year deal he asked for us you know a lot of money we could very much cut him again and you know send him on his way yeah so or if like, he come in and he trash, we could be developing somebody else. Exactly. That's true. So, like, you know, Cosby said death at this point. <laughs> yeah, man, death. 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 We need death. more death. We need more death. Death. Yeah. death. yeah, whatever. Both of those. So That's that Tuskegee education okay. down there. Okay. Okay. Chill out, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, I think they're going to do a lot of signing of, of, of those smaller guys that Excuse me, uh, burped off of this uh, this wonderful Guinness beer. Um, I think we're gonna. I think they're gonna go. What man? Oh, you can't be giving away free plugs. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but they gotta pay to get their name on the air, bro. You just. Hey man, this this the second one. Drinking so this good old water. Okay, okay, that's what we gonna do. We are gonna say the good old water. But uh, with that being said, I think that uh, they're gonna try and get a lot of those. I'm not gonna say the the under underappreciated guys and they're going to get them to perform at a higher level so like Quentin Copels who they brought in for a physical I think he'll I think he'll I think this is going to be a system where he'll kind of flourish in well if he decides to come here which I think he will 
It'll be North Carolina's closer to home. Um, he can get up out of New York where he was behind several players and he never really showed what he was supposed to show. So I think that'll be helpful. I mean, Coney Ely played real well in the playoffs, so I think that was good. Um, so I think we'll be all right. As far as the defensive backfield goes, um, I think with us re-signing, I mean, I'm sorry, with uh, franchising Josh Norman and still keeping a couple guys, I think we'll still be okay on the back end. But if we can get a pass rush, which we saw in the Super Bowl is key, we'll be just fine. So How much is franchise? Uh, franchise uh, is depending on your position. So if you're um, a tackle, if you're a franchise tag, you have to take the top five salaries at your position and average those, and that's the minimum that they can pay you. Oh, that's not a bad deal. Yeah. It's like if they took the top five salaries at my job and was like, all right, that's what you got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For one year. Of course, if during that year, you may make a lot of money, but if you get hurt, then, you know, your next team or the current team you own might not want to give you Might not want to give you that. Yeah. True, yeah. true. It's just like if you was at your job, you miss a bunch of days, or you sick, or something like that. It's gonna, it's gonna be a little tougher. But I think uh, I get tired. I don't know. I, I wonder is is franchising because because you saw a lot of the way the money was going to some of those middle average corners. Josh Norman is gonna want you to break the bank. On top of you having to resign, you you're gonna want KK. And as far as star, those he's one that they may let walk. Because he might want more money than we willing to give him as well. So it's it's a question of are they going to be able to get KK and um, Josh Norman to get it. To, to stay. That's going to be the real key. But to be honest, I really don't know. Of course, we're kind of couch GMs. And all we can do is what we can do. So I, mean, I need to be on the payroll. So I'm just saying. For real, I, I could definitely take David Gellin's job. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I could be his assistant. I'll be for sure do that. I mean, because I'm sure he make big big money. I could uh, send emails and uh, set up recruiting visits and get coffee. Get coffee. I could definitely do that. I ain't got no problem with that. Pick up the dry cleaning and shit. Pick up too. all that too. I could do yeah, that too. Yeah. I ain't Take got a problem. Get detailed. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Cut the grass. Yep, I could do that too. Some kids. Yeah. I don't know about kids. <laughs> Ice cold with Dr Pepper Hill. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, I think it's uh, this is a good time for us to go ahead and go into our few topics that we have today. Um, our first topic is going to be uh, sports related, and it's going to be Steph Curry. Um, as you all know, <laughs> never heard of. Him. As you all know, Steph Curry is pretty much the the face of the NBA now. Um, I think to some degree he surpassed. LeBron. Um, LeBron is on the tail end of his career. And uh, as I said, I only give LeBron a few more years. But with that being said, um, I just got a question to pose to you all. Um, Do you all feel that when it's all said and done and we rewrite history, will Curry be the best shooter of all time? So with that being said, you've got to take into account you've got Reggie Miller, you've got Ray Allen. I mean, you've got other great shooters. So with that being said, would he be the best shooter? So if that if that's the case, that means your last second shots, you're going to him over 
Reggie Miller or any of those guys in, in your prime. So do you all feel, or, or, or you can make the case of who you think, regardless of how Curry's career ends, he could win three, four more championships. Will he be the best shooter of all time? Heck no. So who you put? Who you put? Reggie Miller is the best shooter of all time, hands down. Why? Yeah, but see, that's when that's it the comes thing. to shooting ability, clutch situations, and team de- team dependability, Reggie Miller is the best three point shooter. Okay, and now let me ask you: Is that because you've only seen a small sample size of Curry? It's probably the the last what year and a half, maybe two years. He's been really dominant as far as a shooter. Is that the case? No. If I got three seconds on the clock. And I got Steph Curry or Reggie Miller on my team. I'm taking Reggie Miller to make the three shot. Really? Yeah. Even after the other night when Curry came down and hit that three from the <laughs> sideline, like the from half court. How many, seconds? Still, How many seconds was on the clock? What? A, a, he left like a half a second left. Okay. Um. Stephen Curry is currently the best shooter in the NBA. Okay. And he is the best shooter in NBA history of Lots. all time. Really? Ever. So you taking him over? I'm taking him over Reggie, Bird, Ray Allen too? Ray Allen, over all of them. And I'm going to tell you why. Please. So it's Please like enlighten us. Educate. I'm gonna educate. <laughs> educate the field. I'm educate you. I'm going to educate you. Um, first of all, it's not just the fact that he can shoot because all those players you listed can shoot the ball. They can put the ball in the hole. That is not up for discussion. It is the efficiency and the way in which Steph Curry shoots and the difficulty in which he makes when he does shoot. I mean, Reggie Miller is a pretty much off-the-screen shooter. I mean, Reggie Miller is not the type of person that... Think about it. Think about it. Think about the 30 for 30. All his shots in the garden... Off the screen. So, so what you said? Oh. the garden. But let me ask you this. So, that's what Curry is the type of player. You could throw him the ball with 10 seconds left and say, get us the bucket. On anybody. In 2016, yeah. Reggie Miller, it wasn't even like that. I mean, he is a pure behind-the-arc shooter. Okay. He is not an inside-the-arc shooter. He okay. has no other game but shooting. I'm talking about Steph Curry is an efficient shooter from everywhere on the court. True. true everywhere. True. No matter who's in front of him. And he can get his own shot. Reggie Miller is not known for being able to create his own shot. True, true, true. Which is which is true. But let me ask you this then. Even if you got 10 seconds, you can't tell me that Reggie Miller coming off of a screen with six seconds left, you're gonna take Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry over Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Yes. Seriously. Seriously. Hell no. Hell nah, no. and I'm not even just gonna bring up the fact that Reggie Miller never won a championship because that's not. That's not really right. It doesn't matter because it's only the shooting it's only portion. It's only the pure shooting portion. But I would take Stephen Curry over Reggie Miller in a late game situation, early game situation. No game situation. No game situation. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where Steph Curry is right now, but I tell you this. It doesn't matter where he's at. The nigga's open. No matter who's on. But <laughs> don't matter who's right, right. The nigga's at the fridge. The nigga's open right now. He's open. Just give him the ball. He'll shoot it. Now, so anywhere in the gym, he open. That's what you say. As soon as he steps off the bus, oh shit! When Brad Church he open, <laughs> Brad's open. Brad's open. Now I don't know how tall is Reggie Miller. He was six six. Six six. Okay, so Steph Curry six three. So okay, whatever. So it ain't like he's you know six 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 eight out there. Yeah. But I'm talking about as far as breaking people down and creating your own shot. Because when you talking about just pure shooter, it's not like we just talking about threes. You're talking about just being a pure shooter. But but that doesn't mean Reggie Miller still had 
the mid range game. Oh, yeah. You know, but but let me ask you this: this play on the you can't just because you're saying Curry, yeah, he can take you off the dribble, he can do this, he can do that. But Curry's a point guard. Reggie Miller was a two guard, so he had to come off of screens. He still had to do that, and as many shots as as many points that he had. He still had to, those weren't all threes, he still had to create a shot to some degree. Now, Ray Allen, on the other hand, I think Ray Allen would probably be the third best. Ray Allen can shoot the lights out, though. But I just think, think about that game with uh, Reggie Miller against the Knicks. When he had, what was that, eight straight in, what, like 15 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Curry can do that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure he can. That's a tough call, man. That's what, if, good. what if I told you that the top 10 three-point percentage in NBA history, what if I told you Reggie Miller wasn't in the top 10? Because it's biased, man. No, I'm talking about like by, by percentage. But that but percentages don't matter. That don't, that don't mean okay, shit. How does but that mean shit? The, re- the reason why I say this, shoot, it could be the top dude could be like 50 or 60%, and he only takes six threes in his whole career. Number one on the list is Steve Kerr. But then you're taking into mm-hmm. account with Steph Curry. So right but, now, but you're taking into well, Reggie Miller not playing anymore. Reggie so Miller played on the team like where he's the only go player. Up. What? Yeah, exactly. You taking into who, who else? Name somebody else that was decent. Mark Jackson. And Mark Jackson was average and best. But they had Jermaine O'Neal. They had what's that big tall white dude? Smiths. I don't know whatever. Rick Smiths. Yeah, Rick Smiths. No. Yeah, they had who else was on that team? Um, right. Jermaine O'Neal was on the back end of Reggie Miller's career. Exactly. Okay, so Jermaine O'Neal was like so. so at, the begin, at, the like begin, at the beginning of Reggie Miller's career, they had Schmitz. They had uh, uh, they had the guard Davis. The dude they, Davis. Okay, they had Dale Davis. Dale Davis, trash. <laughs> <laughs> if you stack up the teams, Steph Curry has a better team, so he's gonna take. Yeah, less that wasn't shot. the question though. That, the, the We're talking play. percentage, though. yeah. Reggie and Steph Curry has a higher. Yeah, because Reggie taking more shots because he's the only person on the team. Exactly. Outside of Mark Jackson passing him the ball, who else was giving him the ball? Nobody. Clay Thompson to give him the ball. Draymond okay, Green. Okay, by that argument, the ball. isn't it safe to say that Curry is surrounded by better shooters, which would make the fact that he has a higher percentage even more impressive? No, 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 no. Because no, you just no, said no. Reggie Miller has nobody on his no, team. No, but what I'm saying is, okay, it's, it's th- th- that's from a defensive standpoint. Okay, it's easier to guard Reggie Miller, and Reggie Miller was still killing you. Than it is to guard Steph Curry because you got to worry about Draymond Green going to give you 15 and 10. Clay Thompson going to give you 16, 17, and 10. Then you got uh, the two big men. It don't even matter who it is. They going to give you a few points. And then you got Curry. Then you got Steve Curry. He might take off the suit and give you 15. <laughs> <laughs> Whole team stats. Exactly. Okay, but yeah, but we talking about as far as being a single game shooter. Who is the best shooter? I, I, and I mean, it's Stephen it, Curry. No, okay, is the best shooter in NBA history. He's saying this is the last game ever in basketball history, and I got to pick one shooter. Yeah. Okay, I will pick Stephen Curry. I still would I'd probably go with Reggie Miller because let's say, let's say you take the ball out of Steph Curry's hands and you try to run him off a screen the same way you would run Reggie Miller off of a screen. Coming off that screen, you got more confidence, and Curry hitting it. Yeah. Really? No. I mean, like, Curry comes off screen. He can create his own shot. I mean, it's just however you want to play it, the man is going to score. Mm-hmm. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie Miller will probably I, – I, 
I, I think mean, you gotta fight. realize, dog. Curry has been a great shooter since he was at Davidson. That's that. Now that is true, but he's only showed that great shooting ability for the past what two, two and a half years. Now, granted, through his whole four or five year career, we knew he could shoot, but he's been dominant for the past two or so years. Reggie Miller was dominant for what eight, ten plus remember. years. Reggie Miller. In oh, he, he. I mean, exactly, UCLA, UCLA. Exactly. I mean, well, we were younger too. We were so younger, so even still, though, like I don't remember him being all that great in college. I mean, I'm sure he was great because he got drafted. But then at the same right. time, you think about all the other players that you didn't recognize in college until they got to the pros. You was like, okay, well, bro, decent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, <laughs> Stephen Curry. Yeah, like Jordan. Jordan wasn't really. Yeah. Jordan wasn't even the best player on his teams. Well, no. Nah, he was like the third was, option. Yeah, but I was, <laughs> that team was stacked, though. They had, like, James Worthy and Sam Perkins. and so, I mean, that team was stacked. He had to be the best player. I mean, Curry was at Davidson. He was the best player when he was still at Charlotte Christian, and he hadn't even got to Davidson yet. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd been killing niggas since he was. And then you didn't even know you what you were going to get out of Curry coming out of college because he went to Davidson, and that was, like, his only look. Yeah, but I mean, Curry, I mean, look at the run he had in the tournament. True. I mean, he single-handedly shot them through the tournament. It was all him. Name somebody else on that team. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It was all him. It was all him. It was all him. I mean, I just think, for me, Stephen Curry, not even just based off of what he's been doing this year, because it's just been disrespectful. He was treating it like he really, he really needs to calm down. Like Don't he's chill. just disrespecting people. Like, I, well, you know, we always knew he could shoot. Yeah, but I think for me, from what I've seen, and you know, I wasn't. I'm only 27 years old. From what I've seen, 30. he is the greatest shooter of all time. Period. After, after the and game. the numbers don't laugh. Percentage wise, record, season, made, all of that. It's but him. see, to me, I think I really think. I need more from him. Like, because his first few years, he spent half the season. What more do you need from him? I, I, I need like, what, woman. Yeah, what more do you need, <laughs> bro? Yeah, what more do you need? Okay, I need at least I need at least three, four more years of consistency. Well, what if I tell you I need a ring from Reggie Miller? How about that? Can you give me that? Because <laughs> he ain't got one and Curry do. So what what you need? But you can you can argue that Curry had a better team than Reggie Miller too. Hey man, Reggie Miller got real close and they cheated him. <laughs> So they wanted Jordan to win. Nah, they ain't cheating Jordan. With Jordan just won. Jordan was busting his ass. Jordan was cheating everybody. Yeah, they rigged. They should have. The Pacers nope. should have won that game. Nope. Jordan killed everybody in the night. Come on, bro. Jordan killed it after after he got over the Pistons. Come on, bro. So what are you saying? You need more. What you want to see? Stephen Curry keep up this level of. I need. Mean, I need mean, if, if he can see for like what, five years straight. He, I feel he, like that's a lot to ask. If he if he keep up this level of consistency consistency till he thirty. 31, no question. Because he's 27, 28. So you need him to play like this for the next four years. His team has only lost like four games. I'm not saying he's got. they got to lose four. Can't, I mean, he's the best player on the court every night. So you need this for another four years to be convinced. Well, okay, for how, how long was Reggie Miller the best player for Indiana? We're not talking about for Indiana. I'm talking about was Reggie Miller ever the best player in the NBA? Never. No. So, but but Steph Curry is the best player. But you and can argue. Okay, let me ask you this: You uh, can argue that the players in the '90s were better than the players now. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. 
argue, we can argue that yeah. until yeah. shit. Till yeah. Steph Curry got a son. You got a son. I thought he had a daughter. Oh, you got okay, a son yeah. too. I thought he. Just, I think he just had a son. Just had a son. That's my baby, man. Whoa, that's my baby, man. But no, bro. Yeah, we can't get into that. We can't do that argument. No, but we ain't got enough time. No, it ain't enough time for the day. Yeah. So we just gonna agree to disagree that you feel well, that we can disagree that I'm right and you wrong. Okay, we just gonna change the topic. <laughs> now I will say Steph Curry is a very well developed player. Yes. So since he came in the league, his transition from just who he was yeah, his that's first true. year to now yeah, that is true is really great. And th- and not only that, he he works on his game. He's a, he's I can tell you this. He's a more complete player than Reggie Miller was. Oh, no well, doubt. That's, yeah, that's obvious. You know, I mean, he probably won. He's more complete than a lot of players in the NBA right now. Because clearly, because he's the best player in the NBA. Um, do you do you agree with that? That he's the best what? player in the NBA? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Who, who the best player? Draymond? <laughs> Draymond Green? Yeah, Seth Curry? I don't know, man. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard to judge the best player. In the league, I, I get that because yeah, I mean, there's so many variables. Like we talking Eastern Conference, Western Conference, the difficulty of schedule, rings, teammates, teammates, teammates. Coaches. yeah, it's, it's hard to judge. Baby that's mamas, true. that's true. Yeah, that's true. Stuff, but I can tell you this: like I said, okay, you missed this segment, but I like to, I'd be interested to hear what you got to say. How much longer do you have, think LeBron has to to LeBron. to be to, from a basketball level, like? Cause I gave him, I gave him three years. You gave him what five? Nah, I think I gave him like two or three years. Topic. I think Ty gave him like five. Yeah. Now, 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 I think a, LeBron will be playing for I would say closer to five than two or three. Being dominant for another five years. Oh, dominant? Yeah, I, well, I, I mean I he, he'll probably he'll dominant play. now. But <laughs> right. I mean, like I think will he be able to continue to play at a high level until the point where he is like a threat night in and night mm-hmm. out? Yeah, probably about another two or three years because he's definitely on that. <laughs> Back half of his career. Yeah. Now the good thing about LeBron is he's managed to avoid like the major injury. Like he's yeah, never true. like tore his ACL or you know what I'm saying Shout anything like that. <laughs> Shout out to Derrick Rose. Who? But um, um, but that's the good thing about him. So he has stayed you know relatively healthy his whole career. And his style can be deemed as reckless at times. So I think that will help him. But as far as being a dominant player, night in and night out, I would say probably, yeah, about two, maybe three more years. Because, like you said, he came in when he was 18. So so he's an old 30, 31. Because, I mean, you got... Yeah, he got like three th- years up on... Three three years in the NBA, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Some people don't come... God dang. I don't know what that was. But anyway... Sounded like a phone call. Your girl, man. Okay. But go ahead, man. Uh, I I just... (laughs) Yo. I got two. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So, uh, I'm going to just move to our next topic. And we're going to go... We're going to go basketball here. So with that being, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, football, football, man, can't see, man. This you didn't talk about basketball, man. We're gonna go football here. Who bears is this, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I should have left your ass in Mississippi. That's what I should have did. Um, Cam Newton. Who? <laughs> Cam Newton. Do you all um 
in this era of black quarterbacks, clearly he's a game changer. He's a difference maker. So, do you think he will be the greatest black quarterback in his era? Now, with that being said, I'm going to give you like the scenario of the era. We got, of course, you got him. You've got Russell Wilson. You got Colin Kaepernick. You got EJ Manuel. All those cats who kind Gino. of yeah, Geno Smith, <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. But then I'm gonna add a wrinkle. I'm gonna add Vic. You got Dante Culpepper. You got Steve McNair. You got Donovan McNabb. Um, even you can even take it back to Aaron Brooks when he was in New Orleans. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was pretty decent. You know, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. So you just not gonna mention RG three? You just gonna skip him off the whole. Well, he currently is jobless. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not on a roster right now. So uh, mention my man, no. Okay, well, well, you can throw RG three in there. So let me ask you this: If you can combine all those players, do you all feel that he will be will surpass them and be the greatest black quarterback of this era? See, Cam Newton for me is like Michael Jordan. You could say Michael Jordan is the best player, but Michael Jordan was the most marketable player. So Cam Newton is by far the most marketable black athlete. I mean, but Russell Wilson gets a lot too. Russell Wilson gets a lot, and then even when we when when Steve McNair was coming through, he was having no Campbell's commercials. Or Campbell's. <laughs> But no, but no, 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 take it back, take it back. You can't necessarily, necessarily say that because Michael Vick was very marketable. You remember he had shoes, he had commercials. Rides. Yeah, that Michael Vick experience. And then what happened? <laughs> Dog fighting. All right. <laughs> hey, man. Everybody, I mean, told, I think, everybody told on that man. I think it's a difficult question to ask. Um, is he the best black quarterback of our era? Um, because I think the eras in which he's playing in versus the eras in which, like, you know, McNabb and Vic played in are so different. Um, and especially now, Cam is different because of the type of scrutiny that he is constantly under. Like, I've never seen a black quarterback, or any quarterback, really, that's been so hated on by mainstream white media. And, you know, just to the point where it's... Just super ridiculous, the the effort that people put in to you know try to slander his name and make him look bad and put him in a bad light. But as far as being the best pound for pound, physical, you know, talent wise, probably that I've seen, you know, because you know although Vic was before him, because I think he was like the first black quarterback. That I really got exposed to, you know, being a Panther fan. You know, we played him twice a year, so I got to see him a lot. Oh, that was a rough day. You know, very annoying to play against Michael Vick. Um, You know, not the most accurate quarterback. Definitely probably the fastest, quickest. Mm -hmm. Um, Had a cannon. But, you know, as far as do I think he's better than Cam? Eh, I mean... It depends. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's a hard question to ask. To okay, answer. so so what would it take yeah. for you to put Cam on that pedestal? Would it would it be a, would it be a Super Bowl ring? It's gotta be a Super Bowl. Well, Vic never made it to the Super Bowl, right? So I mean, a ring would just be like you know, icing on top. Although we you know already said that just because you want a ring doesn't necessarily put you above somebody else. 
Because teams, because I mean, Vic was all they had in Atlanta. Yeah. I feel um, like Vic was all they ever had in Atlanta. So. I mean, after Dion left, it was just downhill from there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think Cam was the best player in the NFL last year. I yes. think going forward, you know, will he be the best player this year? I don't know. He will be one of the best players mm-hmm. going forward. Um, best of my era, like I said, it's, it's hard to say. Hard to say. And, I mean, I was a huge fan. I mean, even though I was a diehard Panther fan, I liked Vic when he didn't play us. Yeah. I was pulling for him. Sure. And I remember several times watching that man take off on us, and we couldn't do nothing about it. He'd just take off out of nowhere. And I'll never forget, what was it, that game? I don't know if he was going, supposed to be going to the playoffs or something. And, like, he dove. And, like, we just knew he had fell to the ground. And, like, Peppers touched him. But somehow he stayed up and scored a touchdown. Man, it he was amazing. And, I mean, I like McNair. McNair, he was one of those guys that he was just a gritty player. He left it all out there on the field. Um, and McNabb, too. McNabb was good, too, even though he was under so much scrutiny. Coming from a small school like Syracuse, I don't think there's ever been another player in the NBA. In, I mean, in the NFL that came from Syracuse. It came from Alcorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think Cam is really changed the game from a football standpoint for all black quarterbacks. Um, I think he's going to be the first one that's not going to be, well, he's going to be labeled no matter what just because of the scrutiny, how he performs, how he takes, handles himself on and off the field. It's it's just tough. But I think when it's all said and done, and y'all can call me a homer all you want, I think he'll be the greatest black quarterback from this era just because of his swagger. And I think, I don't know, if I don't know, and I pray that we do get a ring at some point here in Carolina. Hopefully it's 2017. Um, but uh, I think he'll, he'll get a ring, and that's what will really separate him from everybody else, which is what I hope. But uh, it's yet to see, and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, unless he just, like, tanks. Right. He always going to be one of the top players in the NFL. Because, one, he's a quarterback. And, two, yeah. he's black. True. So, he'll always be one of the top players. And I yeah. think he is probably the best player we've ever had in franchise history. I know that may, you know, rub some people the wrong way. Because people look at, you know, you had Sam Mills, Steve Smith. You had Sam Peppers. Walls, Peppers. Me, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think, uh, you know, as far as the impact and as far as being able to put us in a position to either win games or lose games, he is by far the best player we've ever had in our franchise history. And he's only 27. So, you know, the best is still yet to come. Both so of y'all are very you fortunate. feel bad. Yeah, a little bit, man. Both y'all twenty-seven. We're the same age, but we, you know, he make several million dollars more than I mean. I mean, I don't like to discuss my salary, but I'm. I mean, I make a cool meal <laughs> on the top, but I mean, hey. I'll speak for yourself. I'm twenty-six, so I'm good. Okay. Y'all, 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 y'all pushing thirty, and you know I know Cam. You know, I met Cam. You know, a couple. Yeah, times. man, I know his sister. You know, we go, we go way back. Yeah, he got yeah. a sister. 
I don't think so. <laughs> I know he's got two brothers, but I don't know. I know Cosby got a sister. Yeah, yeah. boy. <laughs> I don't have a sister. We can get a job. Yeah. Benefits. Three minutes. <laughs> Made me fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, oh. no, oh, okay. Um, speaking of women, oh. um, <laughs> we uh, we definitely want to step in a segment on women. Um, we don't want to just have you all night talking about just sports, which is what we could do all night. But we shout also out to all the women listening too. Yes, man. please. Yes, shout I appreciate y'all. Women, um, but from <laughs> but uh. From a from a guy's standpoint, do you all feel that you all have a deal breaker, or is there a deal breaker for you for women? Because some guys look at it as, oh well, if she got a kid, I can't do nothing with it, or um, she didn't go to college, I can't do nothing with it, or damn. <laughs> I mean, some people some, some people think at it that way, but. <laughs> You know, shallow over here. Shallow. It ain't me, man. I'm just y'all. Y'all labeling me like I'm saying this shit. Shallow at this end of the pool. Golly. Okay. You know, so I'm interested to hear. You know, what's your take? Uh, um, like I said, you know, we ain't young no more. You know, we ain't in high school no more. Speak for yourself. We ain't, in, <laughs> we ain't in college no more. So, first of all, you got to analyze the type of women that we're coming in contact with at this stage in our lives. It's very hard, no matter where you are, I think, to find a girl, you know, who's got her shit together as far as good job. You know, yep. not living with a mom. Yep. Doesn't have multiple baby daddies. Yep. You know, got good credit. You know, yeah. all of that type of shit. Look good, you know, carries itself well, can hold a conversation. Yeah. You know, you're never going to be able to cross, you know, and check all the boxes on your list because you just it's unrealistic. Um, I don't have a deal breaker I can think of immediately. Um, I heard you say a couple of things like if she got a kid, that's not a deal breaker because let's be honest, I mean, most, some, most of the women this that come age, in contact say yeah. they got kids. But I will say, if you got a kid, you need to be extra bad. <laughs> <laughs> extra bad. Oh, oh so she got to be a 10. She got to be like a 9. Okay. A dad. Okay. I'm not going to be dealing with your kids and you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, but what if the kid ugly? It's <laughs> <laughs> even worse. Okay, you ugly son. You ain't shit, bro. <laughs> That was Cosby. Yeah, that's Cosby. Cosby. <laughs> you and your bad, ugly son. Oh, she bad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. So, so that's kind of a deal breaker, then. No, nah, it's not a deal breaker, but there's some parameters that come with the situation. <laughs> okay, so you gotta be bad, but you can't. <laughs> you can't because you can't. I mean, but. You know, I, I don't think for me, you know, a deal breaker for me would be just like a girl that's just doesn't have her shit together. Like someone that's not ambitious at all. I guess lazy yeah, is a word that I would be yeah, yeah. used okay. to describe because no one wants a lazy girl. I no. mean, like just no ambition, no drive. No. You're basically going fast in no direction. You know, you don't got no goals. Just you know what coasting. I'm saying? You're just coasting. You know, whether you're living off someone or... 
You know what I'm saying? Working. You know, I ain't got no problem with you working at Mickey D's as long as it's in you in a position to not work at Mickey D's long term. You know what I'm saying? I so everyone is not gonna have, you know, no six figure job. Everyone is not gonna have a college education. You know, so you know, you gotta you know, keep all that in mind. But laziness is, is my deal breaker. Like I I cannot have you be lazy. Okay, so is I know you said there excuse me, is that there is no deal breakers. Um so what about bodies? bodies? Hold on, can I? Okay, go ahead. My I, bad. My I bad. Do, <laughs> I do have a deal breaker, and this is shallow. You put the Carolina game on, bro. Little teeth. Little, little, whoa, wait, what? Little teeth. It's little like, teeth. Baby teeth. On girls. Yeah. Hold up, bro. Whoa. Like <laughs> we, we both know a young lady that has some baby teeth. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't. I can't do baby teeth. Okay, you talk about physical size. I'm talking about like, like, like physical size of teeth. Like you're like you your got teeth. more gum than teeth. teeth. Oh, like you got okay. Yeah, right. I, I see. Can't, I can't. Do like that. having fat ass toes with little nails. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to keep it in perspective. I'm trying to. I'm a visual person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Let's see where you was going. Yeah, you know, you see what yeah, I'm yeah, saying, right? Okay. But you said fat toes with little nails. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like you get a chick with a fat ass peaky toe and she got like a, a little ass millimeter of a nail on that shit. Like a smack. Yeah, man. Like somebody drew that shit on the edge. But okay, nah. Uh, yeah, little teeth. Okay. I don't know anybody with little teeth, so. You know, but I guess you know somebody with uh, with fat ass toes and little nails. Yeah, I done came across a few of those, like a dinosaur or something. You know, bro, my stomach hurt. Oh, um, hey, 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 bro, turn the game. Man. Oh, oh. <coughs> but what I was saying earlier about is bodies. So what if you run into a chick? You like, oh, you know what? Just don't you know? You know, I didn't got around. You know, I didn't. I'd have been with about 30, 40 guys. You know, so you still cool with that? Um, nope. I don't know. Yeah, that, 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 you know, you don't want a car with a lot of miles on it, you know. You don't want a car that's been driven by every nigga that's come through the lot. So, um, it depends how high the number is, you know, because it ain't like none of us are Okay, 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 so, so what number would be efficient enough for you at this age then? I met a girl, she was 24. And she said that her number was between like seventy and eighty. God, yeah, I, I might have been in that number. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say it on. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. seventy-eight. No, wait, wait. I was probably in there. So, so okay, how, 70, how old was she? She was twenty-four, between seventy and eighty. Golly, is that too much? Yeah, that's a little high. Yeah, yeah that's somewhere. a little high. Because, like, okay, think about it. Was okay. she cute? Yeah, she was cute. From a ten, okay, think of a, a ten-year span from the age from twenty to thirty. Okay, so let's say two two guys a year, which is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a guy every six months. We talking Which, about the seventy to thirty? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Between the month, to, between the ages of twenty and thirty, if a girl had that's ten years, and you got two bodies a year, that's mm-hmm. twenty guys. Is that too much? No, that's not. I mean, that's okay. Now think about okay. That's that's. Now, what if you go from, let's say you started sleeping around at 16, 15. 14. Oh, 20. Okay, 15. 15 to 30, bro, that's 15 years. Mm-hmm. 
And that's two. Let's say that's let's say two bodies a year. Still, that's thirty bodies. Is that too many for us or them? Like we, for women. For women. No, I always say it depends on how old you are. So if you anywhere twenty four and below, and you got thirty, and you got more than your age, okay, that's that's a bit much. Cause that means you cramming <laughs> a lot of dudes yeah. in a short period of time. Now, yeah. if you over thirty and your number is you know thirty plus, okay, well you got at least a ten year span where you was was getting yeah, two, maybe three. Two. Okay, yeah. okay. So it depends okay. on the age of the woman. As okay. long as it's not something like astronomical, like seventy. Yeah, like seventy <laughs> to eighty. That's goddamn. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she probably fucking right now. <laughs> uh, like, look at it ain't nothing like that. Like, that's a little much, though. I don't care how old you are. You could be 40 and you got 70. That's still yeah, heavy. Yeah, shit. I hope I fuck 70 what girls if you my 60, whole life. You got 70. <laughs> but if you're 60, you got 70. You keep it count. Good. Yeah, man. You, <laughs> you might not have been, you must not have been married or nothing. Could have been married. Could have been. Yeah. been doing this thing. Maybe. Yes. Well, um. Is it safe to say that there's kind of a double standard with that, though? Oh, yes. Yeah. Because I feel like as a guy, you can, I mean, you can, <laughs> as a guy, you can, dang, man, my, my bad, Kyrie threw me off with that picture of this girl with <laughs> what was it, <laughs> them yeah, hands for feet, man, yeah, 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 but <laughs> she had hands, had them lay before time, but <laughs> <laughs> Like, but, uh, little foot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for a guy, um, I, it's, it's it's definitely a double standard because I mean, guys can have thirty four. Guys can be doing numbers, and it'll be looked up as you know cool. Well, okay, but, you know, but from but I mean, but then from a woman's standpoint, are they okay with you having that many bodies? Or well, you could just lie. <laughs> when <Yeah>. she asks, <laughs> you know, or you could just not say nothing. Yeah, or you could just be like, "My you business." You know? <laughs> I feel like that's I'm here now. <laughs> Let's focus on what's going on right here. You know? I understand what you're saying, but what about right now? Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, since we're talking about it, do you want to? <laughs> you know, you want to contribute to increasing the number? <laughs> since we're on the subject, you know, so basically, <laughs> you know. uh I think uh, this is this is a good lab to where we can wrap up um, and, and just go to our last segment. Um, and we're all in here. We're all um, men here. We're, we're highly educated. Um, Some more than others. Yeah, you know. I don't know how much education because we got at ECU. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I was educated on alcoholic beverage. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Say no yeah, more. Say no more. <laughs> But uh, success, um, it's measured in a lot of different ways. Uh, some people measure it as as simple as graduating high school, whether you're male, female, graduating high school, graduating college. Um, for you, um, how do you measure success? Is it, or is it? There's there's no necessarily way to measure it. Is it is it? I don't think you can measure it because it's, it's dependent upon the person. So if I wake up every day and I'm cool with going to McDonald's and I'm fulfilled at my job at McDonald's, then I mean at some point you could say I'm successful because that's what I strive to do and I'm happy doing that. 
Okay, so 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 you're saying that you're so the success could be on you just actually being happy doing what you do for the rest of your life. Because I'm sure, I mean, guys in the NBA or the NFL, MLB, whatever the case is, making millions of dollars and they're miserable. But to our eyes, they're successful. They beat the odds. They made it out of high school. They made it to college. They made it to the professional level. Yeah. So is is it more so your self-actualization versus whether it's monetary, whether it's the 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 glitz, the glamour, all that? Is is it more so just your... It's all about self, man. As long as you're happy doing what you're doing, then you're successful. I mean, success, like you said, it's a hard thing to measure. Um, I think it should start with liking who you are as a person. Like yeah. If you're able to look at yourself in the mirror and like the person that you are, that's a good step towards success, liking what you do. You know, like if you have a job and you love your job, you don't consider it a job. You consider it like more so a hobby. Like if you just can't wait to get to your job every day, then I think that's success. And also just liking, you know, how you do everything that you do. You know, I feel like you can look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and said like, <clears throat> you know, I was productive today. I like the person I was today. I like what I accomplished today. Then I think you do those three things, it's a successful day. So you, you're a successful person. I, I mean, you, you know, yeah. money, materialistic things like that, cars, clothes. That shit will come to some of us, you know. But, you know, some people say money can't buy happiness. That's I think that is bullshit. That is <laughs> Give me a million dollars and watch how happy I get. <laughs> so, right. the hell of a day I'm paying. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah. I, when I, I see my I, paycheck, I get happy. Yeah. <laughs> if my paycheck bigger. Yeah, so, I think money can definitely buy happiness. But, you know, I don't just think having a lot of money makes you successful. Like I said, liking yourself... Liking what you do, liking how you do it. You got those three things on lock. In my book, you're a success. Yeah, even if money can't buy happiness, it can buy all the things that'll make, make you, you happy. happy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, um, I think that's going to be the closing mark. You know, I, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast as much as we did bringing it to you. Before we go, um, you know, we just kind of just tell you how you can reach us, uh, Justin. All your uh, how, how can they find you? Um, seven oh four. Oh, okay, not the cell phone. Okay. Right. <laughs> this I got two. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see my uh, my Twitter handle is uh, Justin J U S T I N, uh, the letter B underscore T U one one. That is also my Instagram handle and my Snapchat handle. So, J-U-S-T-I-N, the letter B, underscore T-U-1-1. Get at me. If you like the show, cool. If you don't like it, fuck you. <laughs> uh, ladies, holla at your boy. Single, ready to mingle. <laughs> all that type of shit. Cosby? Yeah. Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff. The Cosby Show, T H A, because T H E was taken. So T H A, Cosby Show. Very curious. Very curious. Okay, and for me, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Just Duval. That's J U S T D U V A L L. That's your um, Christian Mingle too, right? 
What? Christianmeat.com? Farmers only? And, uh... MySpace? Black Planet? My Snapchat is, um... Also just Duval, but... Somebody took that already, so it's actually... Instead of the L's, it's two number one. So it's J-U-S-T-D-U-V-A. The number one. The number one again. Yes. So... Uh, as you can see, these fools is This is why I hate my friends. This is why I hate my friends. Why you gotta have eleven of yours, bro? It's eleven in mine, man. <laughs> your girl like the eleven of mine. So that's all I'm saying. Get your own style, Get your own style, man. You know. So uh, this is us leaving the. Uh, the man cave, uh, I really don't know what we about to do. We probably just going to, might hit the town. You know, uh, I appreciate y'all listening. Wait, wait, they, do they got a way to contact, like you said, it's an email. For oh, I'm sorry. Or? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. God, I appreciate you looking out. Email address if you got any questions. I need to be in the first chair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any questions, concerns, um, any feedback, the email address the man cave 704 at yahoo.com. And that's your girl came up with that name. That's what. And that's the man cave 704 at yahoo.com. Why Yahoo? Why not Gmail? <laughs> okay, we're done here. I need to be on the decision making process board, bro. <laughs> Better do your job and roll up and watch how we roll up and I can't control the thing, hold